Hello, beautiful people. My name is Zai Moore, and I'm your host for Once Upon a Mental Crisis. I'm opening up the pages of my book, looking back at my life, analyzing who I am now, and becoming who I want to be. And I want you to join me on the journey into self-discovery and empowerment. Hello, my beautiful people. So I have a lot of projects that I've been kind of working on. If you're anything like me, you have a file folder of tasks, projects, hopes, and dreams turning a wheel in your head. And sometimes I don't know which of them I'm going to work on or if I will ever work on them. And if you're anything like me, you've actually tried to do one of those projects and they either end up being terrible or just not good enough. And the more you try, the more it just seems like it gets further and further from what you're really trying to accomplish. And if your brain functions like mine does, your brain will begin to tell you that you're just not good enough. It begins to throw really harmful words like, I guess I'll just never be good at anything. I have no skills. Why did I ever even start this? I wish I was more talented. I wish I was like her, him, and the list just goes on and on, right? And even if people tell me practice makes perfect or that it looks really good, I'm still like, well, it's still not good enough for me. Why do we do this to ourselves? Because I recognize that the moment something gets hard or I just can't seem to get something right, the first thing I think of is that I'm a failure. Perhaps it's society. If we're not good at one thing, then we're not worth the attention or the affection from others. Perhaps it's that and the combination of how we were raised and who raised us. Maybe our parents didn't encourage us enough. Maybe our efforts seemed futile growing up because all they saw was our bad habits and not our good ones. Perhaps we really just aren't good at anything and that is just my fatal flaw. If I could give you the exact answer to those questions, to any question that you may have, I wish I could. To be able to reach into your heart, your soul, and your brain, and just remove that one thing that keeps connecting those negative thoughts to every attempt that you try. I wish I could just take it out and put in good things. Well, I guess in a way, I could. How? Ironically enough, with practice. As humans, I believe that we have this innate tendency to recognize challenges that are complicated. For others, they may relish at the moment of another challenge, like that guy who um, climbs mountains without equipments. But of course, that is an extreme of itself. Anyways, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's perfectly normal to be hit with a challenge and be afraid of it. Because as survivors, we want to achieve something that doesn't endanger us. Does that make sense? We want to win. We don't want to feel pain, disappointment, frustration, 
discomfort, or loneliness. We want happiness, exhilaration, peace, and acknowledgement. What if I told you that you could train your brain to feel those things with the challenges that you are facing? What if I told you that instead of disappointment, you could feel excitement? Even when you know that it's going to take you a while, maybe even months to achieve what you've always wanted. And instead of wanting to reach perfection, all you desire and recognize is the best that you could have done and be satisfied with it. And what if I told you that I've been able to do it? Or rather, I'm working on it. So this past several months, since the beginning of January, I was introduced to two concepts in my studies um, when I was training to become a life coach and through my work with my therapist. The first concept is what we call reframing. Basically, changing your perspective on how you see something. The second concept is neuroplasticity. Maybe I've mentioned this before. It's basically where your brain actually begins to form new neural connections, what they call remapping. These two, I feel like they go hand in hand. How so? Well, we're not going to go too technical on these terms, um, just because they can sound complicated and confusing. Um, So I'd rather you guys go and look up these terms on your own. It's just easier for you to understand that way. Once I truly understood these two methods, my world changed drastically. I was finishing my chores, checking off my bucket list, completing projects, and still finding time to enjoy playing video games, watch YouTube, etc. And the best part of it all was that I felt content with my life, with the choices that I was making. So let's begin with reframing. Reframing is a practice of changing negative thoughts into positive ones. The practice of reframing comes from cognitive behavioral therapy, which a lot of therapists and even life coaches today use in their own practice. But of course, you don't need to be a therapist or be a life coach to understand or use these methods. It's actually, I believe, a natural trait that some of us already have, or we're just not sure how to start, when to do it, or that we're even doing it. So for example, my biggest setback when it comes to completing a project is perfection. I believe that if I don't do something perfectly, then it's not even worth trying to complete. It'll just be a waste of my time. And since I know it won't be perfect, why even try? And even if I do complete it, no one is going to like it anyways. Of course, these are very negative thoughts because they stop me from trying anything at all. It's actually very counterproductive to what I want to do. And it also continues to lower my self-esteem and how I look at myself. So how can I reframe these thoughts so that I can complete a project and be okay with whatever outcome it may be? You've probably heard this plenty of times and you've probably said it yourself. At least I tried. 
the effort and energy that I put into one task, that is enough. It really is. Because this is me reframing it, okay? Completing a task is enough for me because I did it and no one else did. So that in itself is already perfect in a way. How? Because no one could complete this task the way that I've completed it. If we think about our fingerprints, on the outside, the patterns may look the same and the features are similar. But when you truly compare one fingerprint to another, they're different in so many ways. This is how our projects are as well. Even if the goal is the same as someone else's, how we use our words, how we use the research we've done, how we convey ourselves, how we speak, it is all unique to us individually. And that is something that is so special and unique and perfect already. Saying these things over and over again when I feel less than really helps me believe that whatever I do is enough. And that's how neuroplasticity works in a way. I had spent so much time believing that I needed to do something perfectly. And I felt like I knew what the signs of perfection were. My projects had to look or sound just like theirs. It had to be because they're the ones who received so much attention and acknowledgement for their work. And this mindset had become solidified in my brain. If we think of our brains as this huge map, we always start somewhere. Somewhere along our life, we began to form bridges between the first step or trigger, and these trigger were then connected to objects, memories, information, etc. The phrase, nothing is set in stone, is a great phrase for the plasticity of our brain. Plasticity meaning that we can learn to make new connections in our brain. The bridge that once connected me to the perception of perfection has been shifted from one idea to another. And this method begins with self-awareness. What do I believe and how do I feel about this? This being a project, this being your relationship, this being whatever it may be. The next step is asking how come I feel this way when it comes to this situation and where does this even come from? Then putting a new narrative on the situation, also known as reframing. See how they're connected? By beginning to change how we look at something, we begin to shift our brain on how it processes that situation. Make sense? The more that we reframe our perception of things, the stronger the new connections become. And just like any project, homework, or chore that we've ever done, it won't feel so bad anymore when we face something challenging. We will still feel that anxiety, that those rush of emotions that comes with something new, but what we also learn is that we can overcome any challenge, no matter the consequences. And 
I believe that is the beauty of humanity and the function of our brains, that we can always change our mindset and our perception for the better and not for perfection. Thank you so much for listening today. If you want to learn more about coaching or just talk, visit my website at www.onceuponamentalcrisis.com. On there, you can book a free session where you and I can just talk about who you are and what you're going through. Sessions with me is a safe space where you can be who you want to be and leave feeling empowered. To listen to more podcast episodes, follow and subscribe to my podcast channel and check out Once Upon a Mental Crisis Instagram and Facebook page. Until next time, remember that you are loved, you are amazing, and you can be whoever you choose to be. Bye.